so it's very important for us to learn to um, submit to the authority that we sh- um, God has placed before us as, as women, as, as, as daughters and sons in the kingdom of God. So I'm so glad that we have taken this time today. Um, remember, this is just a 30 minutes talk show and we have already exceeded the time i'm going to close it there we'll carry it on in our next episode just like i promised this is a point in the show where we just pray for those people who have um been um the victim of COVID 19 um remember that you can either be affected or affected or um, affected directly or indirectly by COVID and I know that I am affected directly um, indirectly my family members and I don't know about you um, it might be a similar case maybe not just your, your, your family members but it could be um, somebody that you know around you your colleague your neighbor your 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 your, your, your your close friend uh, somebody in the in your country who was close to you hallelujah so let us just pray for every group of the Lord Jesus Christ we just want to thank you Lord we lift every patient of COVID-19 before you mighty God Father, we speak your blood of Jesus Christ upon their lives, mighty God. Father, let there be your healing be made manifested in their lives, mighty God. We attach your name, O God. We attach the blood of Jesus Christ to our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, we speak and we declare the healing power of God. We decree and declare that by the stripes of Jesus Christ that they are healed in the name of Jesus. Father, we cover every relative, every child, every son, every daughter, every minister, Lord, under the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we are praying for the heads of our countries, Lord, that, Father, you may give them the wisdom of how to control and how to manage this pandemic, Jehovah, so that our economies can continue to thrive in the midst of this season, mighty God. Father, we thank you for the decrease in the number of patience, Lord. Thank you, Father, for you are the healer, Jehovah. We look unto you this blessed morning. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. If you have just joined the show, we have come to the end of the show. Um, we will definitely be back um, the same day um, on next week, Thursday. And if you don't know about this Lord and you want to receive him as your Lord and personal Savior, we just would like us to pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. I am a sinner, but Jehovah Jesus, I believe that you died and rose up again on the third day for my sins. 
Jesus, I'm asking that you may be my Lord and personal Savior from today until forevermore. Colleagues, if you have just prayed this prayer, know that you are a child of God. Know that you are born again. My advice to you could be go to a church that is nearby you, that preaches the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and be immersed in study the Word and allow God to grace you out. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Simplicity of the Word of God podcast show. We are here with me, your host, it's Alicia Madile. Um, it has been a while. I hope that you have been awesome. The, remember that this is a show that is meant to be hope, encouragement to young people. This is a show that is meant to raise up young people who are strong in the Lord, young people who know who they are and who are willing to rise up and do great acts for the Lord. I am so glad that you have managed to join us. And secondly, I am also I'm also glad that um, during our first episode, you found time in your schedule to to join us in the job bible book challenge and our bible book challenge still continues in the season we're entering into season two of um simplicity of the word of god podcast show where in this season two we will be looking at the book of esther so I am so glad that you are here. You have joined us this morning. Wherever parts of the world that you might be in, you are welcome. I am Kitso. So before we start, I would just would like us to just come before the Lord and just thank Him for, for who He is. And just thank Him for, for how far He has brought us. You and I are privileged to um, to be here, to be alive in this season. Um, it's, it's very interesting that um, we are beginning uh, our podcast show in the first month and the first day of the, the second um, half of the year. Um, I can see that this is, for me, this is the most um, interesting part of the year. This is the year when I, I, I get to gear up and I know that um, heaven is ready to partner with us. Heaven is ready to partner with me as long as I, if I can, I can do what God has said to me the beginning of the year and collaborate with heaven and do my part and God will do his rest in order to make the word that is released to my life when the year began comes into fruition because i like to believe friends that um, when god gives us a word in the beginning of the year it is not just for us to to to, to just shelve it or when god gives us a year or um, which normally comes to us in the form of a year's theme that is a prophetic word that god has given to us not just um, god would be aware of what we are going through so i don't know what the new year's uh, message was 
for you and your family church this year but for us i remember it well it was saying that god wants us to pursue to overtake to recover all without fail so i love the second part of year because um, it gives me that opportunity to reflect on that message and to see have i been um, aligning myself to that message um, have i partnered enough with god for that message to come to life so um, there's a very interesting part of the year and um, we have to be grateful we have to be thankful to our god we are in an in, in a perilous time in the times of COVID 19 uh, pandemic which um we have seen in the past uh, in the past half of the year we have seen that a lot of people have died but you and i are still alive because of the faithfulness of god you and i are still alive because god is still been protecting us you might have uh, been a victim of COVID-19 but the grace of God has um, has allowed you to, to be here this morning so that is a reason enough for us to just thank him and just say God we just want to thank you thank you for your protection hallelujah so may we pray that prayer Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ we just want to thank you for your mercies Lord Jehovah, your mercies are new and fresh each morning. We bless your holy name, mighty God. Thank you for ushering us into the last half of the year, Lord. Father, it is by your grace that we are going to enter into the season. Father, we depend on you this morning, Lord. We depend on you, Lord. We just want to say thank you, Lord, Master God, Messiah, Lamande. Thank you, Master God, for being God over our lives. Father, thank you for this podcast show, Lord. Thank you that you're still keeping the vision of this show, Lord. Thank you for the greater plans and purposes, Lord, that you have for simplicity of the word of God, mighty God. Father, I thank you. Father, I worship you, Lord. Spirit of the living God, I decrease so that you might increase in this podcast show this morning i ask that let it be you who leads us this morning holy spirit let it be you who breaks down this bible challenge into a level of understanding i thank you i surrender my mind i surrender my thoughts to you in the mighty name of jesus christ i've prayed amen and amen wow thank you guys for same thing in that prayer and remember that um as we're still carrying our our assignment um our assignment that we received also that you know um a few minutes of our podcast show but this time around i think we can put it we can put this prayer at the last where we're going to be praying for COVID 19 patients covering them under the blood of jesus and where we are going to be praying for our presidents and, and head of states and, and ministers of, of, of our health sectors so that we can ask God to give them that divine wisdom and direction for that. So um, stay tuned as we are going to be um, speaking that prayer. 
as we're going to be making our prayer um, yes remember guys that um, I, I had shared that um, we are moving into the second season this is season number two and there are more seasons which are going to come um, seasons of, with uh, on new platforms uh, I believe God because God has told us that you know don't despise the days of your small beginnings for, for your latter shall be greater for greater shall be your increase so this is a word that means you are standing on as a, as a, as a, as a show so I'm so glad that you are also part of, of, of the region and you're supporting it by your prayers i'm super excited about this um season two uh, because you're going to be learning on the book that um it's common it's a common book um we've heard stories about it and i, I i'm recalling the book of esther when i'm talking launching this book i'm recalling a time also when we used to be at school at Sunday school and then we would be taught about Queen Esther you know so it's, it's, it's a humble it's, it's a humble it's, it's, it's a humble feeling to know that you know what God is entrusting us um, in this podcast to deliver his message regarding this book and it's not an easy one because they have already been preaching which have went right ahead um, talking about this topic so um, 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 what gives me confidence and what gives me comfort is that at the end of the day you know it is the Holy Spirit who speaks to us you know uh, God's revelations are new and fresh each morning and um, that I have read the same verse year after year it doesn't mean that every year I'm going to have a similar revelation on that uh, on that verse. No, that days when God is going to shift my eyes and I'm going to be clued to this to, to, to a particular uh, um, revelation concerning that scripture. And my prayer, and I am believing God that He is going to give us something fresh, something which we have not heard about when we are reading when when we are being taught about this uh, the book of esther so today we are going to be talking on uh, like i have highlighted welcome everyone i also welcome myself um to the second season of um esther bible book challenge so uh we're gonna read today um esther chapter one uh we are talking to just give a, a background of what the book of esther is all about i would just like us to i would just read definitely read i am going to read um, the message translation um it talks about a brief introduction on the book of esther is it it seems odd that the awareness of god or even of the people of God brings out the worst in some people. God, the source of all goodness and blessing and joy, at times becomes the occasion for nearly unimaginable acts of reality, atrocity, and evil. Uh, I'm gonna skip that. Okay, let me not skip anything. There is a long history of killing men and women 
simply because they are perceived as reminders of representatives of the living God, as if killing people who worship God gets rid of God himself. Ironic, right? We have recently completed a century marked by an extraordinary frenzy of such God killings. The book of Esther opens a window on this world of violence directed whether openly or covertly against God and God's people. The perspective it provides transcends the occasion that provoked it. A nasty scheme to masquerade all the exiled Jews who lived in the vast expanse of 15th century BC Persia. So, um, the three characters shape the plot Mordecai identifies simply as the Jew anchors the story. His solid, faithful, sane, and godly. His goodness is more, more than meshed by the evil and arrogant vanity of Haman who masterminds the planned masquerade. Um, Mordecai's young, orphaned, and ravishing cousin Esther, whom he has raised, emerges from the shadows of her of the royal harem to take on the little to take on the tackle road it turns out that no god representing men and women get killed in this story in a dramatic turnaround the plot fails but millions before and after esther had been and no doubt will continue to be killed there's hardly a culture or century that does not eventually find a haman determined to read the world of evidence and reminders of god Meanwhile, Esther continues to speak the final and defini- definitive word. You cannot eliminate God's people. No matter how many of them you kill, you cannot get rid of the communities of God-honoring, God-saving, God-worshipping people scattered all over the earth. This is still the final and definitive word. Wow, such a powerful introduction into the book of Esther by um, the message translation. So today will we, we are studying um, the first chapter. And just like it as the norm, I would encourage you that also after the podcast, take time to just um, um, read, the pod, um, read the chapter and just dissect it and just allow the holy spirit to to give you more revelation and don't be stingy don't be stingy okay don't be stingy with what god reveals to you share with us we also want to hear the the, the new depth in this word that god is teaching you in this season so let us um, go quickly so we're talking about the book of esther chapter one so in the book of Esther chapter 1, we are seeing a scenario. In the book of Esther chapter 1, we are seeing where it is saying that this is what happened during the time of Exodus. The Exodus who ruled over the who ruled over 127 provinces stretching from India to Kush. At that time, King Axis reigned from his royal throne in the citadel of Susa, and in the third year of his reign, he gave a banquet for all his nobles and officials. 
the military leaders of Persia and Media, the princesses and the nobles of the princesses are present. So um, we are entering into the book of Esther, chapter one, where we are seeing that everything began um, by um, by the king who invited um, certain people, the who's and hosts of um, various uh, various. Uh, military leaders of Persia to his um, to his uh, what can I say to his sort of like celebration you know imagine I am Kitso and I am uh, I'm the king uh, of of of, of Botswana and then I all of a sudden I bring and I invite all my leaders from different um, different districts of the country and then they gather to my they gather to me um every day everybody has uh, can eat anything that they want you know this was uh, this is just the, 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 this is just the scenario that we're learning um from, from from the first chapter that um it all started on a happy moment you know people had been invited to celebrate the king um, the king had actually spent um, 180 days. That's like um, that's like four more than four months. They're like four months where the king had displayed his 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 wealth for wealth of his kingdom. You know, um, and we are seeing something very interesting. We are seeing that, um, and it's the first time that I have studied this um, chapter and this revelation. I, 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 or my eyes have been opened to the in the manner that which they were opened when I began this, um, when I began um, delving into this chapter. Ah, I was so, I was so, so, so touched and. Um, you know, I was encouraged. I, it made me reflect on my own life as, as a wife, as a woman. Um, we are seeing that um, the king, on the seventh day, when he was high in spirits, like um, maybe when he, not maybe, but he had, he was high in spirit. He had just, he had spent time drinking wine. And of course he was intoxicated. intoxicated. It was saying that um, he ordered that the queen be brought to him. You know, um, uh, he was high in spirit, and, and and then he ordered his queen to be brought by to him. But the queen refused. The queen didn't go anywhere. The queen ordered for Vashiti to be brought so that why so that he can display her beauty before other kings, other leaders. Um, other translations said that she was very beautiful, like Vashiti was very beautiful, and maybe the queen wanted to, uh, the king wanted to, to, to let people see the beauty that which was in his wife. So you realize that um, sudden behavior or attitude that was in Queen Vashiti. The king was asking her to come to him, but she refused to obey the command of the king. 
from here i began to understand that you know a husband has to be honored a husband has to be respected the city refused the command of the king he refused the command of his husband his husband which um the husband who on the other side she was he had a panel or he had people guests military leaders who were present when he was making a plea for vashiti to come so vashiti's response to him to the king it was a sign of disrespect she disrespected the authority of her husband even in the presence of guests which i think it might have brought a sense of embarrassment to the king so the key thing that i also learned from this book is that i might not be um 100% agreeable to what my husband is saying but that does not mean that i i, I have to uh, publicly um reject or it doesn't mean that i have to publicly refuse what he is saying to me I do not have to embarrass my husband in the eyes of of the people as 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 much as I am we are different or as much as he hates me or he can make a mistake against me but I do not have to publicly um act in a way that can embarrass who he is as the leader as the king in our home It's very interesting how Vashiti acted. And what I also this made the king to be very angry. It's very interesting um that when you 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 go back when you look at um verse 12 it says then the king became furious and bent with the king fashitis refusal to obey him fashitis um disobedience to what he was requesting it brought anger it made him to burn up because a man's love language as i as, as i'm going to understand 
it is based on respect so at that moment the king felt disrespected by the wife that he loved so what is he i should or what i want us to look at it is this thing is it since it was customary for the king to consult experts in matters of law and justice he spoke with the wise men who understood the times you see the king didn't speak just to any person and i i began to understand that the fact that i am wise it does not mean that i understand the times these are two different things and it's very important for me to understand the times that I'm in that I'm walking in because every time has its own set of activities it could be very strange if you see a child who is 5 years old um doing the activities of a child of a babe of an infant who was 5 months old if you see a 5 year old child behaving like a 5 months old baby then you that's a that on its own is a call for concern you can associate it to some sort of abnormality so that is why it is very important to understand the times because every time has its own set of activities so these people they knew they understood the times they understood what ought to be done when So it's not everything that I'm supposed to be doing in June. It is not everything that I'm supposed to be doing in December. It is not everything that I'm supposed to be doing when I'm 9 years old. It is not everything that I'm supposed to be doing when I am in a particular time. No. It's very important for us to understand what time am I in? The Bible says that the were the sons of Issachar they knew the times and the seasons and they advised um Israel on what they ought to be doing. So guys, it's very important for understand for us to understand what we ought to be doing. It's very important for us to understand the times that which we are living in because those times they determine the things that which I'm supposed to be doing. So these were the people whom um the king brought to himself. He brought people who understood the time. It actually also made me remember a, a scripture in Proverbs chapter 11 which says that you know um let's go to Proverbs 11. Council. The verse is saying that in the council of um where there is no council, people fail. But in the presence of uh, or in the presence of or uh, multitudes of 
cancel us the same fitting. Yes, if we forgot it properly, that is what the verse is saying. So the king, that is what he did. He chose to respond out of wisdom to bring along people who who understood the time, to bring along the wise people. And the, at the end, we see in chapter 1 that they advised the king that Queen Vashiti should be replaced, should be burned away from the, from the palace. And what is very interesting that the men said, um, they were saying that um, the way in which Vashiti responded, other women were going to, to see that and emulate her. So that taught me, guys, that, you know, that something is... Queen Vashiti was a woman of influence and she was a woman of impact. So what I do, other people are looking at it. Other women can do it. Other youths can do it. But if I do it, then the lives of other youths is going to be endangered. Then the lives of other youths is going to be impacted. It's very important to understand that we are called to make impact and influence. That means the way in which we live and respond to situations that which are around us, it is very important. Because other people are looking unto us to emulate what we are doing. So if we continue to emulate or if we continue to live in disrespect or if we continue to live in procrastination, in delays, what will other people learn from us? So in the end of the chapter, we see that Queen Vashiti was ruled away from, Queen Vashiti was told to never, uh, or was banished from the presence of the king. Her destiny was taken away simply because of that one act of disobedience and respect to her husband. So it's very important for us to understand, the, 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 uh, uh, um, understand, understand, 